What's up, soccer players? On this episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience, we are going to be having a nice little debate about who is more agile, attackers or defenders. So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode, and thanks for listening. Let's start off very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to this latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? Sore. My shoulders are sore. My lower back is sore. I spent four hours today shoveling. Those of you who do not li live on the Northeast, um, you guys are probably doing well. In the northeast here, there was a blizzard, so we we have about we had about four foot of snow here, man. Yeah, like we're talking. I go outside and the snow is up past my knees, actually. <laughs> so imagine any 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 snow like the whole day yesterday. So imagine me this morning coming in and just like shoveling my way out of the driveway, everything. And my goodness, it took hours. It took four hours. Yeah, man. I was, Four hours, bro. I, I was watching your Meanwhile, Instagram. Meanwhile, you're in Florida, story. just just yeah, you in Florida, just chilling, right, bro? You wouldn't believe <laughs> what the temperature was uh, earlier this morning. Take a guess, like 80, 89, 26. 80, 90 degrees. What do you mean twenty twenty six twenty six what degrees Fahrenheit? <laughs> what? Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, man. It's been cold nah, here. I'm bro. dead ass, man. I'm I'm not playing. Yo, let me pull no. up my phone. Yeah, yeah. Lying. I'm not I lying. I'm not lying. It was. Look look on Apple Weather. You're gonna see that the low for today That's... was 32 degrees last night. No I way. went out. Yeah, it was 26 degrees last night. Orlando, Florida, right now. Yeah. 49 degrees. Yeah, man. It was 32 this morning. I swear to God. What is this? So that's your that's that's you guys winter? Uh yeah, it lasts for about yeah, five it's days. Crazy. It's not too bad. Wow. Yeah, man. I've never thought oh man. I never thought this. I never thought the temperature even in down in Florida, south. Yeah. Not in South Beach, though. They oh, still like South Beach, that's that's different. That's about three, four. That's hours like Caribbean. South. They yeah. get they get they get the Caribbean yeah. breeze. Yeah. It's amazing how four hours, a four-hour drive, you get a completely different temperature. <laughs> like, it's true. crazy. That's true. But, uh, bro, I didn't tell you, man. I'm sore, too, bro. I um, I actually, I started working with a trainer, personal trainer, man. Yeah? Yeah. His uh, his name is Parsa. He's one of my my friends, one of my soccer friends. He's uh, he's going to go to med school next year. And, yeah, he hooked me up with some things. And, uh, man, he killed my hamstrings. It's um, it's not. Mm. So the last like three, four years, I've been training like a soccer player, you know, like doing speed, power, strength. Mm -hmm. And this guy's got me on like straight bodybuilding. So it, it's it's Ooh, very it's, different. It's, it's it's different. Very different. It's a different body. Oh, you're trying to you're trying to put on some weight? Is I, that what's I'm going trying on? to put on some weight and lose some weight, man. I'm trying to go back to New Jersey looking like, you know, pretty slim and everything like that. <laughs> looking so, like a snack. Looking like a snack. <laughs> he's good. He's good. Bar, you looking feel like me? snack. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. 
but, it's gonna uh, be the summer too almost it's gonna be the spring yeah, oh my goodness yeah, but uh oh yeah it's another announcement i guess i i've i've told uh my employers and everybody so uh it's time to announce that uh starting this summer i'll be moving back to new jersey and i'll be going full-time entrepreneur and um i'll be opening a, a practice in new jersey treating soccer players and helping them get stronger and faster so um if anybody's in the new jersey new york area uh, i'm gonna be there in about three four months and we can get to work so if you're listening out there let, let's uh let's get started man I, i'm excited and it's gonna be a brand new journey brand new journey Woo-wee. we go we Let go tell you won't we grab the moment you go in by yourself oh man you make your own rules your own schedule you see the kind of clients you want man it's gonna be freedom, bro. It's gonna be freedom. It's gonna be freedom. Freedom, not in the sense of you're not working, or you're gonna be working your bones off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's the work I want to no do. No one can tell you what to do. And yeah. No one, no one, no one's gonna tell you what to do. Nope, nope. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm real excited. It's uh, it's gonna be a brand new chapter. Um, but yeah, man, that's about that's about it. But uh, today we got a nice little debate. News, we we have very little prep. Um. I think this will be a good debate, though, because naturally, mm-hmm. I mean, you you played defender in, in the past, but I mean, I've seen you play. You're an attacker. You're an attacker. <laughs> That's what everyone <laughs> keeps saying. But when I'm playing tournament, I'm playing. I'm playing as a right back. And people don't have, believe you me. have discipline, man. You have discipline. <laughs> <laughs> You're an attacker with discipline, so you play defense. But uh, we're we're gonna do a nice little debate. Who's got to be more agile, attackers or defenders? Um, I'm going to be on the defender side. Berg, you're going to be on the attacker side. Why don't you start it off? What? Why do you think attackers got to be more agile? This is, man, you put me in a bad, you put me in a bad spot right now. <laughs> you put me in a bad spot because you know, like, it's, everyone got to be agile, right? But notoriously, um, when, so when we talk about attackers, what are we talking about? Are we talking about forwards? Are we talking about attacking midfielders? Because each one of those 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 groups have like different body type, different mm. body composition, right? Like if you taking if you if you thinking about attacking midfielders, those guys they they they're, they're a little bit smaller on, on um. um than the rest of you te- of the team, right? So those guys, by nature, they always gonna be a little bit more agile than you because they're 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 small. Like if you take into account, you know, your Messi, um, like your Iniesta, those guys were always they aren't the fastest, but they are agile. They could change direction like on a dime, like this. So I'm always gonna be your your attackers, for example. If your attacker is like an Aguero. <laughs> You, you 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 can do whatever you want. Like you're not gonna be a, more agile than 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 this guy. But you know you you take your um Ibrahimovic, who's like I don't know six feet three, six feet four. You know he's not gonna be more agile than you, but he's gonna overpower you. Mm. So it's just I would say for attacking midfielders and small forwards, those guys are going to be more agile. Mm. No matter what, okay, okay. and defenders gonna have a tough time with them. Like you know, take into account, you know, just perfect example. Right, Messi, Messi has as the ball, right? Iniesta fed him a, a, a through ball, and he's going right against Boateng. Oh, I remember when he made he made Boateng trip. He made Boateng trip. Like he's yeah. like, he's like okay, so I'm gonna fake. So Boateng was it was trying to like get him to get him to not go on his left foot and because you know 
Messi always goes on his left foot. So you think playing, seeing, playing, showing that he's going to actually go towards the left and then he cut back towards the right and both things just like trip, miss a step. And then, yeah. and then he, he chipped the ball over to the keeper. Like, look at how agile you have to be to just, just like rehack quickly to mm. like how both things just position his body. Like, you know, well, of course, I'm using like freaks like Messi, which is not even fair. But you take, like, I, I could go to like your Sunday leagues and just look at the midfielders. They're the one that's doing the most running. They're the one that's doing the most change of direction. So by nature, they're, those guys training always incorporates more agility stuff. So as a result, if you all if you do more agility drills, right, you you are going to be by nature. By, by response, more agile. So I think attackers, center, CAM, and, and, and small forwards, they, they're going to be more agile mm. than, your, than, your, than your average defender. All right. All right. So here's what I think. Um, if you take all the, you know, very small forwards and attacking midfielders, like you said, um, and you line them up, and you take all the big center backs – and even the bigger um, defensive midfielders and line them up, and you do like pure agility testing, I think the midfielders and forwards would win. Um, but that's not the same as, as playing the game, right? Um, no. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about attacking and defending in, in soccer in general. For an attacking player to have a good game, they need one good moment. The further are you up on the field, you need one good moment. Uh, you have to be more agile just once. If you're a defender, if you have one bad moment like Boateng, yeah, you, no, you're, you're done. You're done. So the fact that he was able to hang on for so long, he was more agile. And, and again, it, it goes like, you know, like, again, if you line them up, the, the attacking players, they're going to be more agile than the center backs. But... It's, it's soccer is also about a game of space, right? So if you're a defender and an attacker's coming at you, the goal isn't to be more agile than the attacker. The goal is to be agile enough to close down the space that the attacker wants to go into. And that, that's very different than purely being more agile. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you're a big center back, as long as you can contain and do the job that the coach tells you to do, then in, in my opinion, you win. Because that's what your job is, is to slow down the attack, wait for support, and then get the ball when, when the chance is presenting itself. Um, and if you go out wide, if you go to these fullbacks, man, oh, man, oh no. Lord, like the, the recovery speed, the agility, the first, they're, they're essentially wingers. They really, really are um, when it comes to physical performance. And I, I would put my money on any fullback as long as they're, like you said, of their shorter stature, like a Jordi Alba or or uh, Alfonso Davies or someone like that. They're just as agile well, as, no. as any you, If you put those guys, no, if you put those guys in, uh, in, in against uh, your, 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 your attacking, your attacking squad, those guys are probably going to do better. If not, this, they, they're not, they're going to do the same, if not better because of their smaller stature and their position that they're playing because they, it requires to have, you know, they, those guys need to be, they need, they need to be fast. Up and down. Then again, I don't know because um, you know, it's a different, it's a different quality of work that that those guys require. Mm. Like you know, a center attacking, you know, you you changing direction like 
I don't know how many sec uh, every few seconds. As opposed to the fullback, yeah. his job is just to go up and down. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's not they're not changing directing directions as much as I would say a a a, a, a CAM. Yeah, but when they do change direction, that's a lot of space they're going into. You know, that, oh yeah, they, <clears> that's they, an they important change right there. Um, but um, but the thing about tough. defenders, though, like it's just this. It's one thing that just messing just is messing messing defenders up right especially when when you have to contain right you have to contain you have to react to the person's uh uh, uh body and not only that you're also back paddling too that's the other thing you know like changing direction as you back paddling especially when you contain it you just you know you can't it's it's different. It's very different. You're backpedaling. You're you're watching the attacker that's coming out. You. You're deciding if you have to step. You're also looking left and right to seeing who's making runs past them. Adjusting your positioning. Listening to the goalkeeper. That's a when when you talk about the pure definition of agility, which is a change of direction in response to a stimulus. That's a lot of stimulus right there. Uh, you know, that's I'll that's t- a lot of stimulus. I'll tell you what, though, like. I don't know if you know this, but there are players. I would say like most players, right? There's a different speed when you have the ball at your feet <laughs> and then when you don't have the ball. And I've seen guys who are the, I feel like they are the most agile when they have the ball at their feet. Mm-hmm. It's a little different because now you're controlling the ball, every small movement, you know, you 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 more likely to re to react quicker when you have the ball on at your feet, because now you have to when your ball's at your feet, you have to really pay attention to to like every like certain cues that the defender gives you, mm. which kind of make you react a little bit faster as opposed to hey, let's say um um I'm I'm open I'm or some like like see this dude is marking me one on one and I need to stay open I need to open so i have to fake going forward and go back just to create space that's a little different from hey i got the ball at my feet now now i'm coming at you and then i'm coming at you really quick and then boom i'm gonna change direction just like that Mm. it's it's different Mm -hmm. that's true like i'll I'll give you a leave it this is not about okay this isn't soccer right but if you're looking at american football like the wide receivers versus the cornerback oh yeah 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 see those guys they are both probably fast but because of the position because they have to backpedal a lot and they're not watching the ball then they're not able to use the agility like to the fullest because now they have to worry about watching you number one and they have to turn their head just yeah. to see where the ball is yeah that's so true. it's a little different when you when you're playing defense i would say um you know, most of the time, if you're guarding somebody one-on-one, like in, and well, I, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can say that. I mean, it's just put me in a tough spot again. Because me as a defender, I rely a lot on my speed to play defense, mm. to cover space, mm-hmm. and to time tackle. It's um, it's interesting to think about. And then you bring in the goalkeepers, right? Because they're, oh my they're God. defending, yeah. right? They're defending. And... um. They're responding to to everything in the environment, um, and yeah, that that's a very agile position. 
you know, the, the amount of work that they do on, on their goal line is, is incredible in terms of agility. Um, there's a, there's also a difference in, in the, in the direction you're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Like with defenders have to go either the, the, most of the time I see them going backwards or sideways. They, their lateral agility have to be like good mm -hmm. as, but when you have the ball <laughs> at your feet though, like you almost all the time you go in, in a sagittal plane, you're going forward. Yeah. Even when yeah. you cut. Like, for example, let's say you get the ball at the edge of the box, right? And then you're like a Coutinho. You get the ball at the edge of the box. You're going straight to the defenders. And then you have to cut inside. Even when you're cutting inside, you're not running laterally. You're still running forward. But the defenders, on the other hand, he has to run laterally. Uh, I see. Yeah. And then yeah, so yeah. that's why you that's why you all most of the time, like, they're able to, like, beat their man because they cut inside to go lateral to 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 they cut inside but they still going straight but you as a defender you have to go laterally and you cannot generate that same speed so that's a good point yeah that's i would say as a defender you need to work more on your lateral speed than anything else lateral agility um because the uh, the person who has the ball you know they always like running straight you know what i i and I thought about that about a week and a half ago. Um, it was funny. It was it was after I texted you about doing this episode, um, and I was overhearing one of my coworkers um, talk um, to one of their patients who was a soccer player, and um, I believe the patient was coming back from ACL, and he was a defender. Um, and one of my coworkers instructed the patient to go back to practice and work on agility by defending because you're reacting to your attacker. Um, mm -hmm. And another one of my coworkers came up to me um, and she's like, is that true? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. She's like, doesn't it work the other way around too, where the attacker is not only starting initiating these movements, but they're also reacting to the defender's movements, you know? No, they are. So, Most of the good ones always react to the defender's movements. Exactly, yeah. Like, you're, you're waiting for the defender to bite, and once you see that they're out of place, you go. That That's also agility. Um, so it, 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 it kind of goes both ways there. Um, I know a few years ago, I was, I was very big on, like, defenders need to react to attackers, and attackers don't really have to do that as much. But yeah, at higher levels, if you if you have that IQ and that intelligence and the technical ability, you're waiting for the defender to make up, uh, make an error, and then you you attack from there. Yeah, it's always it's always like that. Like if you if you like there there it's just in all the all the good dribblers, all the good dribblers react quicker. Yeah. To their to 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 their defenders. Like if someone is really good at dribbling, all they're doing is just reacting around the spot. They're able to react quicker. Like although yes, you can pre-plan moves. Yeah, you can pre-plan. There are certain moves that I when I play, I know. I it's just I know when to do the move. Mm. Like certain moves, you just know. He's like always oh, coming here. I know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's certain moves you, you can you can just pre-plan it a little bit. You can just set people up. But if you're looking at a a guy, for example, Neymar has both. Like he, he has certain moves that on his arsenal that all right, I'm gonna try to do this. And I'm gonna and then when he's running at full speed and you can see him go past four or five people, that's just like pure reacting to the the defender's body position. Mm -hmm. Um then you know, those guys usually have to like do the work to cover up. And if when they don't do the work, they basically um 
kick out his ankle and whatnot, and that's <laughs> that's why Neymar always have those his ankle problems. Sure, um, but man, I don't know, man. I, I by definition, I would say um, uh, uh, an attacker is going to be more agile. I would say primarily because if they have the ball at their feet most of the time, and anytime they're running, they're running on a straight line. Mm. Right, you can generate more speed that way. You can cut easier that way. But if you, when you go laterally, though, it's a little. When you're following, you're following somebody, and you're kind of running like in in like laterally. It's it's a little different. You're not able to use your agility to its its fullest. I don't know. It's just it just this just how I see it. Like you have more speed. Oh, you can generate more speed and and. Faster, I would say. Well, we're talking about agility here, which is changing direction based on the stimulus. So, I don't know. It's tough. I'm because, not. I'm not sure if we we're going to get an answer. But well, well, I would say I know the answer. The attacker is in the <laughs> oh, center. No, the center attacker is midfielder. The they they they're more agile. I mean, defenders still. You know, like, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree. They're more, they're more agile. You know, if you take your, you know, it's, it's all depends on the position too. Like, you know, when you say attackers and defenders, now it, it's like, it's a whole different realm. You take somebody like Conte, for example, that guy can change direction quick. That's true. You know, he's everywhere yeah. on the pitch. Yeah, that's true. Right? Mm-hmm. And he plays CDM. And then you play, you take somebody like Busquet. Yeah. You think Busquet is agile? No, he's, he's <laughs> no, he's not physically lacking. No, he's not. That's... No, no, he's is what what's agile. What's super good is the IQ. He just knows what he needs to be. Yeah. He doesn't have to like run around as much. No, that's that's a, that's a that's an exception. Okay, he is Lord, not a physical. So what's master. a what's a player? Like there was one player I know. I was like, boy, that's one guy. I knew he's just like you could put him in any position. Mm, like I mm. was in a Liverpool, like somebody like somebody like Milner, for example, is a it's a good one. Like he's, he's, you can put him as a he's sneaky. As a, you can put him as a center. You can put him as a CM. You can put him as a right back. You can that man has everything. Mm, yeah, he he is sneaky agile. He's not gonna beat you in speed, but. He will move just enough to get the job done. Yeah, just enough. To get your job done. Yeah. That's the way you call a professional. Yep, yep. I mean, he's a professional. And if you're looking at his statue, Milner is, you know, he's not your like six foot something guy. You know, he's short. You know, he's quick. That's what you need. You need that quickness. You do. You do. When you're in the middle of the field. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, but I'm always gonna love defending more than than anything else. Remember, matter of fact, when I was when I was younger, like I used to pray my teammate lose the ball. <laughs> I used to pray, it was like, "All oh, right, please, man, I need some action here." And then they lose the ball. It's like, "Yeah, all right, what are you gonna do? Are you not gonna beat me in speed? So we better pass the ball, pass, <laughs> pass." I will say there is there is very few feelings in the game that is better than an attacker coming at you one on one. And you beat them one on one, and you get the ball back, and you distribute, and your team scores. That oh, that's a great feeling. That's a great feeling. That's a the, the, the defending is an art, man. It people is, don't know. It is, it is. It's a lot of reading, a lot of. But if if you only one, it's just the thing. If you only if you're the only one playing defense, yeah. 
in uh, your other center back and your right back are not in position, you're gonna have a tough time. Yeah. That's one of the things. Like a center, like a a a, a center attacking mid can dribble past everyone and shoot and score. Mm-hmm. But in defense, uh, if it's just you, yeah. if it's just you, you <laughs> you have a hard time. You're done. You need That's a miracle. That's the only thing. You are you. Do- oh my god, you're gonna have a hard time. You can't just like de- defend all by yourself. Nope. You don't hear that. Oh man, he. Oh, Serge Ramos got that game unlocked today. <laughs> no, three you hear people. like, yeah, you hear like, nah, Messi just killed it. Yeah, that's true. But when you in defense, oh my god, if 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 your if your um if your wing back is not coming back on time, and now you have like two different people, now you have to turn your neck just to see where the other guy position is. Yep. And you're like, oh shoot, 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 shoot. One thing that I noticed that um, what's his name um. Virgil Van Dyke does really, really well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. His positioning. Oh yeah. Like yeah. when when there's a counterattack, right? You don't know he's he's not. He's like, all right. You just see him. He's at the right space between the person who has the ball, and then he's watching whoever's gonna try to like uh, uh, next to him to get the pass. Like he mm-hmm. just makes sure he's at the right position, just just in case they decide to pass. Then he has enough space to cover the guy that will receive the ball. If the dude that has the ball doesn't pass, then you have enough distance to kind of like close him mm-hmm. or push him in a in a direction that he he wants them to go. He does that really, really, really well. I don't know if you just look at some some of his highlight and you just see like he doesn't like he just contains really, really well. Just knows the space and he's looking at all right. Where's the other guy? Where's the other guy? Okay, I need to be there. Yeah, and then it's just and then praying that um the the wing back actually come back on time. Yeah, he he does those those one to two meter adjustments before you know the the attack truly becomes threatening. So that way, like the job is done. You know. Listen, man, it's it's one of the best, one of the best to do it. That's one true. of the best to do it. Very true. Um, Attacker is still the most agile. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you go off on, on on Milner. You go off on uh, you know on you know you know why? Like he's just saying attackers. I, I don't see. I don't see. For, if I'm thinking, if I'm just picturing um, CBs, like most of the CB I know are not short. They're not short. I was probably the one CB that I, that played a game that was short. I don't know. I don't know any uh, short CB. We would say Eric Bai. He looks short, but I don't think he's short. Eric Bai is probably like five eleven or something. Mm-hmm. That's tall in, in soccer. Mm-hmm. Why? If I, I don't, I don't know like the small, small CBs ever. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But um, all right, I guess we'll just have to uh to agree to disagree. But um, Burr, we got a surprise today. <clears throat> we have somebody who wrote into the the podcast. They sent me an email about the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Tom from Durham, North Carolina. Shout to Tom. Um, he was talking about. He had a question about um when we we recorded a an episode before Christmas about that um that paper that we recommended about returning post ACL about those five different stages. Um, And, and Tom wants to know if this is a general purpose program for people with ankle issues, or is it really only for knee injuries? Um, So I kind of just want to, you know, since he was nice enough to write into the podcast, um, just kind of go over a little bit of that. And um, Tom, if you're listening and if anybody else is listening, the, the paper that we're referring to, um, we're going to link it in this description as well, but it, it's essentially a 
a paper that was written for physical therapists and fitness coach on how to guide players returning from ACL injury um, back to soccer because that's a very um, not dangerous. Very it's uh, it, it takes a lot of skill and a lot of it's 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 mismanaged a bunch of times. Yes, it's, yes. It's, um, when retears happen, it's often at that stage, which is why we needed this this article to guide us. Um, but Tom, I would say you know if that that article is really applicable to anybody coming back from soccer after a long-term injury. Um, and when you say long-term, I would say anything longer than about three to four months. Um, so if you've had an ankle injury and it, it, you had surgery and you're out for three, four months, then yeah, I, I would say give it a go because it, it's a very easy, gentle progression. And a lot of the, the same principles that apply to the knee will apply to the ankle if it's a ligamentous injury as well. Um, if you're healthy... And you're looking for a program to, you know, ease you in. I wouldn't say that's that's the best choice, but I wouldn't say it's a bad one either. Um, so, mm-hmm. so Tom, I'm going to email you back and give you a little bit more specifics. But, yeah, I just kind of want to put that out there. And if anybody else has any other questions, feel free to to send it to the pod. But, Berg, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts? No, I think you 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 said everything right, man. It's just, you know, somehow if, if you're out for like about three to four months, you, you can't just go back. All the way, it's got to be a progression. Same way your your ankles are not conditioned to 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 a certain amount of load, to to cutting, you know, changing direction. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not it's not there yet. So eventually, what you have to do is just a slow build up until you get back. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. But thank you for writing in, Tom. Appreciate you, and um, hopefully we can hear so, from some more listeners. And thank you for your five star review as well. We have quite a few five-star reviews on iTunes, man. We're up to 20. Uh, we have 29 reviews. Really? Yeah. 29 reviews. Um, oh, my God. Most are five stars. We got a few four stars and a few two stars. I don't know who's writing two-star reviews, but yeah, it's let's not do those. Okay. I mean. We, 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 you always want. You, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want a lot of those, but you want, you want, you want, you want a few. Okay. All right. Because you can't, you can't please, you can't please everybody, though. That's a good point. Maybe they 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 clicked for the wrong sport or something. But um, yeah, if you're listening, Maybe please five stars. We need it, and you can now rate on Spotify too. You can rate on Spotify as well. So if you're listening on Spotify, we need that. your review, please. It's right at the top. We're of the about page. 104 episodes, man. Yeah, we, we're we doing are, well. We're doing well. We are doing well, and um, I know we've been somewhat inconsistent over the past uh, few months, but I mean, hopefully that can that can change pretty soon because we've. Uh, we both been doing some some pretty big things off the pod, so um, just got to get back to it eventually. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, that's all we got. Um, in summary, defenders are more agile, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Peace, y'all. We'll see y'all next week.